Hello everyone, I'm Mitchell. Hi, I'm Simon. And this is Mills Tech Talk. This is our first pilot episode. Okay, in our pilot episode, we're going to be talking about the upcoming iPhone, ransomware, and then Pokemon Go. So, so I'm going to start off by talking about the upcoming iPhone, which is most likely going to be named the iPhone 7. Okay, so, and then we're also going to bring in a guest speaker, Ryan Silver, to t- talk about like light, lightning cable, headphone, and all that stuff, because I don't really know much about that kind of stuff. He's more of the camera expert in our field, so having an expert on this would be very good for this podcast. Yeah, better than just one guy who just reads about that kind of stuff. So, um, the most, like one of the most heavily rumored and pretty much confirmed fact about the new iPhone is that it's not going to have a headphone jack. And for me, I actually kind of like this change because Apple has always been leading the industry in terms of I.O. change, I guess. Like they got rid of Firewire, they got rid of and then they have their own proprietary um, like, you know, charging cable. And then this like people are going to be like hating it and then they're going to get used to it just like they did with lightning cable. Mitchell, what do you think about it? I actually agree because Apple has been leading the change for quite a while. Like we saw in 2007, everyone says, ooh, what's this new connector about? Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's this new touchscreen design? Ah, it's going to fail. Mm-hmm. BlackBerry said that. Microsoft Mobile said that. But I believe Apple's leading a new change right here. Despite that it might hurt the consumer market for a bit and yeah. the consumer trends, I think we'll see a huge change mm-hmm. in what the consumer is going to do. Yeah, and like the the most like the problem that most people complain about is that, oh, how are you going to charge this phone? Or oh, what, I already spent like $1,000 on this pair of headphones. Like, so what How am I, what am I supposed to do with it? So I don't I don't know, like if a thousand, like if um, a 30, 3.5 millimeter to lightning will like degrade the audio quality. So can Ryan come in and help us talk about that? What's up? My name is Ryan and I'm an audio and camera geek. So the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack has been a pretty loved connector. People have used it for a really long time and a lot of headphones have been made with it and it's worked for a long time. The One of the main pe- reasons people argue for getting rid of it is you have to go through the iPhone's internal audio DAC and digital analog converters, which basically convert the digital signal to an analog signal for your headphones to use. So and you have to go through the headphones built-in amplifier. So what are the pros and cons of that? So basically the pro is it's all built-in. You don't need anything external. But the con is cell phones don't necessarily have the best quality built-in amps and DACs. So when you get rid of that, the 3.5 millimeter port in favor of going lightning, mm-hmm. you're able to bypass the iPhone's internal audio and build DACs into adapters and headphones themselves so you can get overall higher quality audio so will it be different so say that i get like a 30 dollar lightning cable headphones and 100 dollar lightning headphone cables or like headphones sorry um so will the sound quality be different because of the different like DACs or something i don't know so to me the sound quality is you're not really going to see as major of a difference in the low-end headphones mm-hmm. but in the high-end headphones where they're spending money to put in a dedicated DAC designed specifically for that pair of headphones mm-hmm. I think you will see a significantly or you maybe not a huge difference in audio quality, but there definitely is room for improvement. And I think the other big thing people talk about is the possibilities for Bluetooth headphones and wireless headphones. Yeah. 
And Bluetooth headphones are great right now, but I still think that wired headphones are gonna be the way to go for a while because the audio quality on Bluetooth headphones isn't quite the same as wired headphones, especially for that high-end market. But for the convenience, Bluetooth headphones are really hard to be beaten, especially headphones such as the Jaybird Bluebud X and some of the Bose QC35s and stuff like that. Yeah, we're not paid to say this, but then if you guys do want to sponsor us, we are welcome to that. And then, so like, even like for Bluetooth headphones, I feel like Apple is gonna design something well, because I, a patent um, recently came out a couple months ago or something, where like, if you, I think if you, you you have a lightning cable headphone button that's also a Bluetooth um, headphone, so if you, if you're plugging in it, and then you were listening to it, and you, if you plug it back out, it will still seamlessly transition. It was something along that line of a patent. I don't really know specifics, but then if, I feel like that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna be like, they're gonna perfect it. And then they're not, not perfect necessarily, but they're gonna be close to perfect in terms of, you know, releasing a Bluetooth headphone or lightning cable headphones. They're not gonna be like, oh, we're just gonna do this and then half, half asset. And they're gonna, they're gonna take their time to do it. I feel like. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I definitely think for casual listening, Bluetooth headphones mm-hmm. are the way of the future just because they are so convenient compared yeah, yeah. to wired headphones. And for more serious listeners, you're probably not doing most of your listening on your iPhone. You're probably doing it at your desktop where you have that better quality audio hardware. Yeah, yeah that's true. Also, like with people who argue about, oh, I'm not going to be able to use my $1,000 headphones to listen to my uh, music on my iPhone. I... Um, most of those people would not probably take their phones or take their expensive headphones outside to listen to it while they're driving or while while they're exercising. They're probably going to use the, you know, maybe a $100 or $150 earbuds that they bought or in, even the included lightning cape or ear, ear pods that came with the iPhone. So I don't see a much problem with that. And then, so, and getting rid of the headphone jack will also reduce the IO by one, which means there might be a problem with charging it and listening to it at the same time. So how do you think they're going to fix that? I think that the way to go is going to be Bluetooth if you want to do both. But I think that possible solutions would be a splitter type device where you can get it to go from one to maybe another company will make one that will split the lightning cable into a lightning and another headphone jack so that you're able to listen. And I think that hopefully Apple uses the extra space in the body of the iPhone from removing that to fill it with battery so it is less of an issue with the new iPhone. Yeah, so apparently they're gonna increase the battery by 14%. And then with every new iPhone, they they improve on the processor to reduce, even though it gets like more strong, more powerful, the, the battery strain is also less. So hopefully they will increase that, increase the battery life. And then, um, there have been leaks where they are gonna include smart connectors to the iPhones to maybe compensate for the fact that they don't have two ports for listening and charging. And I don't on the iPad it, it seemed like a great idea. On the iPhone it might you know, it might take up more room, so I don't know if that will make it happen. Yeah. So. It could bring up some possibilities for some interesting accessories for yeah, the yeah. iPhone if it does have a smart connector. Say like a battery pack on the like inc- like the new Moto Z kind of thing where they can just plug it in or they can just attach it and they will charge it or something like that. Yeah, where they have a first-party battery pack that can just magnetically attach to the back mm-hmm. of the iPhone, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully it will look better this time instead of the, the ugly one they came up with. Yeah. Okay, and then also there might be... on the Oh, yeah, the camera. There got to be 
So they might release a new iPhone Pro, which has a dual lens camera, but Mac rumors don't doesn't think so. So they're, they might release just two instead of three. So the iPhone 7 and the 7 Plus, and the 7 Plus, you know, with a bigger body, you can also house a bigger camera, which means that will probably most likely get the dual camera. So what's the benefit of dual camera? And then why do we need it? So to me, the benefit of having two cameras on an iPhone mm -hmm. is you have the possibility for two different lenses on the back, kind of like the implementation we've seen in the LG phone, where you have a wide angle and then you have a tighter. The G5? So, yeah, the yeah, G5. Yeah. So uh -huh. you have some variety for your photo taking. Uh -huh. You're not stuck with a prime lens where you have to digital zoom if you want a different focal length. And then to me, the other big advantage is you have two sensors and two cameras shooting at the same time. So through software, you might be able to get stuff such as better low light performance because you have two separate cameras that can be combined into possibly into a single image where you can get better photo quality. But wouldn't like say that your hand shakes while you're taking a low light image, wouldn't both cameras, wouldn't both the cameras be shaking at the same time? So how would like, how would it be different? So basically by that, I mean, they by having two sensors they might be able to do use software to have less noise in the images so mm -hmm. less digital noise so you have twice the information that you would have with a regular photo mm -hmm. and one of the main issues with cell phone cameras is you have such a such a small sensor yeah on it it's hard to capture a large amount of light so by having two they are most likely going to be able to capture more light in an image and hopefully both of them are stabilized okay yeah. Oh, and then you want to talk about Apple's patent that uh, recently came out that where they have like IR sensors to block out cameras. So, yeah, basically a recent Apple patent that Apple acquired was to get IR sensors in the iPhone so that at events such as concerts, they could fire IR light and it would disable iPhones from taking pictures so that they could prevent you from taking pictures with your iPhone when you didn't want to. So... In my opinion, I think that I really hope that this isn't something that we ever see in an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it's anyone else's job but yours to decide when you can take pictures. And stuff like concerts, like that's a good time to be taking pictures with your friends and to, for Apple to put in the technology for people to disable it would be kind of ridiculous. Also, in other situations, people use their iPhone to record for safety to protect themselves against law enforcement and stuff like that. And so with the ability for other people to disable your phone from taking pictures, I think that there could be risks in that. Yeah, yeah. So like, I think most Apple, like not most, but like a lot of Apple patents, they just never see the light because they just want to protect their property. So I feel like they just made this patent so that other people cannot use it. And it's most likely not going to be, not going to see the light. And also like police enforcement, that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, we don't know if, this can we like even though people like they say like oh we we're gonna you know make sure this is safe and stuff we don't know that and apple has always been a consumer first minded um company as evident from their um they're refusing to make a special os for the san bernardino shooter's phone so i feel like this is most likely not gonna happen and just uh a measure to make sure that other companies don't take this action yeah, I definitely hope that this isn't something that we see in iPhone because iPhones are the best camera that a lot of people carry with them. Most yeah, yeah. people don't carry point and shoots anymore. Mm -hmm. And people are taking most of their photos with their iPhones just because of the how accessible it is to share all the photos you take. Yeah. 
So I hope that Apple keeps improving their cameras with better low light performance and image stabilization and software features. And I hope that we don't see stuff like this in the future. And I hope Apple just keeps improving their camera. And I don't think iPhone cameras will ever replace stuff like DSLRs, but yeah, I yeah. think that iPhone cameras have been getting really good lately, especially the 4K video off the 6S. Mm-hmm. Seeing some of that footage from that, it gets harder and harder to tell every model whether it was shot with an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Apple just keeps the trend of moving forward with their cameras and doesn't take any steps back. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Ryan. And then now we'll be talking about malware with Mitchell. So yes, I'm going to talk about malware, but Simon forgot a little Yay. bit about my detail. It's more about ransomware, the big thing right now. Oh, by the way, before, the reason why I was off mic, we only have two mics at the moment. Fund if, us. Yeah. Fund us. Fund us. If you can, if you can, if you can. But in the future, if, if this has become successful and you guys like us, we'll expand and invest into more um, mics. Anyway, back to malware. Not malware. Uh, ransomware. The reason why I'm addressing this because it's a very dire importance topic. Right now, we're seeing a simple virus on their computer attacking you via email or via whatever, like a rat or something like that. A rat? Yeah. A rat like is a... Like a digital rat? It's more of like a Trojan, a random... Oh, okay. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm talking about ransomware. Ransomware is becoming a big thing these days. Why? Because it's so simple, so effective, and so easy to implement. For example, the healthcare system in the Midwest, mess West, one of the hospitals was attacked with a ransomware attack. Instead the whole hospital system was shut down because of that. Um, the hospital really didn't know what to do because one, ransomware, it encrypts everything on your computer, every single thing. And it's the, it's most of the ransomware out there use a, a military grade encryption. <clears throat> Sorry. Wait, so isn't like ransomware, isn't that like you have to pay a certain amount of money to, to get your files back? Yes, that's so, what it does. But first, it launches an attack. Uh-huh. Either it could be a JavaScript attack or an email attack or just a simple direct on attack to take down your computer and encrypt all the files. Yes, you have to pay a ransom for it. But the thing is that it's hard to beat because there's very little software out there to beat it. And if your computer gets encrypted, well, you even the FBI recommends that you should pay the ransom because there's really no way to encrypt unencrypt it yourself. How much how much um did the bank have to pay or not the bank the hospital? On av- oh, I don't know what the hospital paid exactly, uh-huh. but on average for if a consumer got attacked, it's around $500 to $1000. Okay. But that's in Bitcoin, so it's virtually hard to track these hackers. Mm-hmm. Most of them are based in the Russia area and the Scandinavian area because the government is not very lenient on the cyber laws there. How about Chinese hackers? Oh, of course the Chinese have been attacking us. They've been attacking us for ages. Oh, for ages. But okay. it's mostly right now little criminal gangs ganging up on um, hospitals or some small company, such and such, because there's really no software, as I said, to protect yourself at the moment. Okay, so like, so watch, watch like, say, is, there, is it possible for, like, a company like Apple or Google to be attacked with this and, you know, do some significant amount of damage yes it can because i said it encrypts every file once it gets into the server Mm -hmm. boom that you can't solve it yourself without proper software right now at the moment there's only like remedies and antidotes to fix certain um, variants of ransomware but at the moment it's not getting any better like the u.s debt it's only gonna get worse uh there's more the u.s what the u.s debt oh okay so um what's the best way to prevent yourself from getting attacked by these kind of methods as I said, well, anything, 
update, update, update. Update mm-hmm. your computer, update to prevent vulnerabilities, leave yourself open to attacks. Okay. Update your antivirus software, update your OS. And there's some solutions out there to prevent this, but they're mostly in beta right now. I'm not sure. And I'm not even sure if they're completely sound. Bitdefender and Malwarebytes, very popular these days, have okay. their own anti-ransomware programs. Again, we're not sponsored by these companies, but if they would like to sponsor us, we're always welcome. This is their only way to get ahead of the game, because as I said, it's going to get, to get worse. And to prevent yourself from running into this problem, losing all your pictures and your um, portent music files, and maybe your, even your homework in the future from being just encrypted beyond repair... Get this. Get these pieces of software. I'll attach them in the podcast link be- below later. But as I said, we need to take action. Unlike Congress, they're not going to do anything. Unlike the U.S. government, they're really not going to do much. You as a consumer, you as a person, can do something about it. So just to clarify, I have like I have a couple questions. So does this have does this uh, ransomware attack? Does it have access to your files, or does it not? Yes, if it has the ability to encrypt the files, it, it has, has the, the access to ability. Yeah. Okay. And then also, is this, so like you mentioned this, but like, so am I attacked with like email? Like, you know how there's like those those phishing emails, right? Is it attacked like that? Or is it just like, oh, someone's going to hack into my computer and like just send it me It varies at the moment because mm-hmm. at the moment, no one really knows on how to stop it. Okay. So as I said, it could be in um, a JavaScript okay. um, code or, excuse me. It could be in JavaScript, or it could be an email, or it could be even a direct attack. So, okay. Yeah. And then one last question: Will using pirate websites will it increase your um your chances of getting chance- attacked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in general, going on a pirating website or any third-party, very fishy-looking website is going to increase your chances of getting attacked by any type of malware. Mm-hmm. So, in general, as I said, keep up to date with your software. And don't visit anything that looks suspicious. And yes, don't pirate you, kids. You online it's pirates. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I don't do, not do it. Pirate. Maybe, but I don't do it. Yeah, right. Okay, so that was uh, my, my that little, was yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. Okay, I mean, ah. now we're gonna move into a more interesting topic. Of, Pokemon Go. Yes, Pokemon Go. It's okay. a very big thing these days. So this game came out last last Tuesday, I think, and then it already has. More daily active users of Twitter on Android, I think. So that's that's a huge step. So and Mitchell, I don't think he's played it yet because he has a Windows phone, and then Windows phones doesn't have a, a Pokemon Go. I can defend to that because they said and Windows released a statement saying that it may come to the OS. We don't know. I know it they're releasing may, it. May. Uh, the CEO also said that it's going to be released on Hololens instead of the Windows phone. Why I don't really understand. But I have a spare phone, spare oh, Android phone. Cool. So I, Hololens? Yeah, Hololens. Yes. Wait, how are you gonna play? Like, do you just use like the knobs on the sides, or like the, you know the Wii controllers that Wii come controllers? with it? I don't know what you call it. Like, doesn't it come with like the handles with like balls in it or something? <laughs> okay. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. It's very um, vague, but yeah, they come with controllers. Some of them, I believe, or they're also third-party ones. Okay. But it's augmented reality. I think it's gonna be a new Pokemon experience because um, you could. Pers- put on glasses and then automatically see it without moving your phone around looking stupidly running in the poles so you actually look where you can go you could go but yeah just, like there has been a lot of news stories of people like you know getting mugged or you know supposedly witness witnessing a murder or like running into ditches and that kind of stuff to be honest i find those people to be like pretty stupid 
because even in normal situations, you wouldn't wake up or you wouldn't go out at 3 a.m. in the night to, you know, like it's you shouldn't like if especially if you you're in a dangerous area, you shouldn't go out at 3 a.m. to like do stuff and going out at 3 a.m. to catch Pokemon. That's that's pretty irresponsible, not irresponsible, like stupid. Sorry if More I of come like off as being attacking. addicted to the game. Yeah, yeah. Being like being addicted to the like you should be able to like know when you should play and when you should not yeah, play. Know your limits. Yeah, yes. know your limits. Yeah. I I have a personal account of this. I've seen I was driving down um Highway 1 going up to SF, passing by a seaside restaurant, very popular one, very popular like to this tourist area. Usually I see Cliff House? It, yeah, Cliff I think it was called the Cliff House. I, I don't recall. The one next to Ocean Beach, right? Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one yeah. next to Ocean Cliff Beach. House. Usually it's like, okay, a few people there eating the uh, packed house, people waiting in line. I saw a horde of people there just playing Pokemon Go. Standing outside, there's one guy had to direct traffic because it was getting so bad. And furthermore, my dad even said that they look like zombies from The Walking Dead because they're just moving, just staring at their phones yeah. mindlessly. Yeah. Like, while it is good that people are going outside to, you know, actually exercise and stuff, like, I don't think they should be, the, they should just, like, you know, be looking down at their phones and just, like, wandering around, like, packs. Like, also, like, I know there are some people who just, like, go out just to play Pokemon Go. And then, like, that's not a problem. But if they start to, like, you know, not pay attention and all that stuff, that might become a problem. Yeah. And then we should be careful about that. Because in the last two weeks, there are mm-hmm. about a dozen crimes. Or yeah, more. yeah. Yeah. But the benefits... What do we see? We saw one. We saw businesses getting a little more business, business in a sense. People getting exercise. That's yeah, and, exercise. And in a sense, churches getting more attendance in quite a while. Because, oh yeah. yeah, my church has a has a gym on top of it, and then everyone's just trying to <laughs> defeat the gym. Gym. True story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm gonna like there are some problems that I have with Pokemon Go right now. So. This feels more like a like a specially wrapped version of Paper Toss where I just toss the ball to catch the Pokemon. It lacks the the like genuine like adventure feel that I had when I was playing Pokemon. Like, you know, I th- I still this may be in development, but you know, PvP battles should become a real thing. Actual gym battles since that doesn't use swiping and tapping and you know actually use uses actual moves and exp points to evolve i think that those kind of things need to be integrated into this to make it make it a much better game like this game right now it's like it's okay it's not it's not hugely amazing or it's not it doesn't suck but except for the server issues you know server servers were down this morning kind of sucked but there's still a lot of room for improvement for this game yeah. As it's being introduced to more countries, they have a service. Yeah, 26 more countries. Yeah, the servers can't really handle the load. Mm-hmm. For example, on the website right now, at, on this day, you might be listening to this a week or two later, but right now, a lot of people can't make their own accounts on the website. They have to use Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Pokemon Trainer Club. Mm-hmm. They said they're improving and check back in an hour, but when you check back it's in more an of hour, a hit it's or still miss. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening to our first pilot podcast. If you like it, uh, donate money or something. You know, we are always open to guest speakers. And thank you. Have a nice weekend or week. And this wraps up our first episode of Tech Talk. Mills Tech Talk. Yay!